I don't know if y'all missed us or not yesterday, but we're here today to make up episode. We're going to be talking about our biggest questions with the Chicago Bears heading into the week one game against the Green Bay Packers. Bobby, uh, C-Dub, and Hayes all in the building. We're going to talk about it right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bears Central, your number one place for all Chicago Bears news and content. What's going on, Bears fans? Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bears Central, your number one spot for everything Chicago Bears related. I'm Hayes, that's C-Dub, Bobby, uh, in the building today, making up for our Sunday live streams we usually do. We miss today. It is what it is. We human. Uh, but with that said, <laughs> fellas, man, hey, how y'all feeling? Before we get into, like, the actual topic, like, how y'all feeling about the Bears right now? Man? Like, it's some injury concerns, you know, uh, Jaquan Brisker may or may not be available week one, we know. Uh, you know, Tevin Jenkins is going to miss uh, at least the first four games. How are you guys feeling overall? I'm still uh, – my enthusiasm has not wavered. I still feel the same that I felt uh, a couple months ago. Okay. I'm ready for this game, man. Let's get it. No excuses. I'm still, I'm still ready to rock and roll, still ready to get this season started. Me, I'm going to take preseason with a grain of salt because I'm, I'm going to look at what my eyes are telling me. And I own paper. They just got to put it on wax. So we're going to stand firm with the 10-win prediction. And we're going to see what's, what's happening. We're going to see what's happening, man. <laughs> man, I feel you on that one, though. But uh, let's get into it, man. So what right now, the topic is the biggest questions that we still have for the Chicago Bears heading into week one uh, against those Green Bay fuckheads. But uh, what, what are some of the biggest questions you guys have still for the team as you're looking to be answered in week one? Uh, when I, when I look at this Bears team and look at the biggest question, I don't think it is anything like any. When I look at that, do you mean like a problem, like something you worried about? I'm not worried about one particular big thing. It's all little bitty things that all balls up and could destroy this team. Um, one little thing is the offensive line. You know, Tevin Jenkins will be missing a, a small amount of time, a couple weeks at the very most, at the very least. I'm sorry. Uh, we got can Justin Fields, can he really be that passer that we really think he can be? Uh, can this young defensive backfield get it together really, really quickly? We not really when we get give our enthusiasm, we say that they're gonna be great, but they're really young. Will they be great right away? Um, will that defensive line get pressure on the quarterback? Can we stop the run? And it's more little questions, but these are all small battles that I think the Bears should be able to win. So that that's how I'm coming with mine. I like those. I, we kind of gonna echo the same thing, uh, but I know heading into week one, obviously health is you know something you think about, but it's only from now. Well, at least on paper, it's only one of the main guys missing from the offensive line. But I'm still gonna be you know looking at how the offensive line holds up for sure to make sure that for one, our run game is just picking up right where we left off, and then I want to see. Is the pass game going to be able to hold up well enough, you know, against the ones of the Green Bay Packers to make sure that Justin Field has that time? Yes, we want, we love when he runs, but we want to see that growth and him delivering the ball quick and being able to make good decisions before he has to come to that decision to run. And I know this probably is going to be pushing, you know, uh, maybe longer weeks down of the season. But the offensive predictability, I want to see if Luke Gassie can keep this thing creative, keep this, keep the uh, defense on their toes, making sure that we not, you know, becoming predictable without approach. And I think that starts with the head, uh, 
you know, with Luke Getty and then funnels down to the players to make sure they execute each and every play. And then obviously is the pass rush. I want to make sure to see if the pass rush is good and then to add on to that caveat, the run defense. I think for me, if I'm going ranking all that, the run defense will be the biggest question for me, for sure. Fair, fair. I like I like that, especially with the run defense. That's 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 been one of the biggest question marks. It continues to be. Uh, I do think you know we haven't seen the full starting defensive line out there and linebacking core together. So let's hope that you know when we get that in that first week that uh, it, it answers that question. But the run defense is definitely a scary one. But I'm gonna pick up on something that you you said. Overall, the biggest question mark for me that I'm looking for in this game, like you said, it's not necessarily like a negative or hole. I feel like it's on this team. We'll get into some of those, but mm-hmm. it's how good do the offense, offensive and defensive coordinators look? In this first game, like yes, Luke Getty, we we know you've you you're not going to show your full offensive playbook in preseason. But we were saying that last season, and guess what? You you drove. It was pretty much the same damn playbook outside of some opening drives. So like, right? Does that does an offensive playbook open up? And then on the defensive side, like, what does Allen Williams now do with all the new weapons that he has on the defense? Like that, y'all both got weapons now. So how do you mm-hmm. utilize? And that's the biggest thing that I'm going to be looking for for in this first game, even with the injuries, how do the coordinators, how have they evolved their game? Have they evolved the game plan? All that type of stuff coming into it because if we don't have those answers, it's not looking good. And that's a great that's a great point. And I would like to add that when you mention Allen Williams, I think you got to add uh, Matt Everflus on there as well because this is his philosophy running at Tampa 2 and his style. Uh, if the defense fails, you got to definitely say, Matt Eberflus failed as well, even though Allen Williams is calling the plays. For sure. For, for sure, because, bro, that's that's what you were hired for. You were so great in Indianapolis as a defensive coordinator. Somebody said, damn, he could bring on and what he's preaching over there could be something we could use to build out our program over here in Chicago. So I agree with that 100%. Yeah. All right, do we have a... um? The most questioned player on a defense and offense. Can I just give you the offense? The most questionable player on the offense is Chase Claypool. And I think it's by a mile it is. Because if Chase Claypool is right, mm-hmm. oh, man, this team is going to flourish, dude. If he is not, I don't know how good we could. I think we'd still be good. But what put us over the edge is a weapon like this, 6'4", 240 pounds, can run like a stallion, snag the ball out the air. We need that type of talent on this team. We already got DJ Moore. Let's go overkill with Chase Claypool. I mean, I don't know if that'll be overkill because you need multiple wide receivers in this modern NFL. So, like, yeah, yeah, Darnell mean, Mooney. Y'all say I mean, Darnell Mooney out there. But see, that's the question <laughs> for me is that, like, Darnell Mooney, while I am confident because last time he had a, a, a number one wide receiver next to him, he put up numbers, right? But like, are can you are you going to prove now? Can you stay healthy? That's another big question for for like, can you can you stay healthy? We need you to be healthy. We don't just want oh, you to be healthy. We need you to be him and Chase Claypool. And the fact that like they both got their questions around around their uh the, their health and shit like that. Like the last thing I would want is for us to bring in DJ Moore, who the gravity around him alone is going to change our offensive game. But like, yeah, if those other two can't stay healthy. It, it, like it's gonna because it, behind them we got some depth but not a lot mm-hmm. of huge depth that you're looking at and saying they're gonna step in and and duplicate what they can do one for one so oh, i'm bro. with you on that i like both of y'all picks me i'm gonna just go right back to it i'm gonna go to the center position though mm. is that lucas mm. patrick is that the new guy feeney with the mullet is that going to be back to cody white here 
And I, I think because for me, as you know, somebody who played and now on the outside looking in, I think center is a central piece to your offensive line. He's oh, supposed to be yes. the, the 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 great communicator amongst men on this line to make sure that everybody is doing their job, understanding where the pressure is coming from, when we have to shift to a certain side and do things like that. So when it comes to an individual player, we don't, I don't even know who the starting center is right now. Uh, we thinking this might be Lucas Patrick, but you know things can change from now Monday until Wednesday when we see what what's really gonna happen and who's all gonna be in. So that will be the biggest question mark for me. But I do like what y'all uh, brought up too with the two guys. Hey man, when it comes to who I want at the center position, call me crazy. But I want Dan Feeney in the, at the, the start. That's <laughs> for some reason. I just want him on the field. He just looked like he belongs. I will on the field. say he he hasn't given up any sacks as a center. Now as That's a guard, right. he's given up quite a bit. That. But as yeah. a center, he hasn't given up any sacks. So uh, yeah, I like defense, what he brings as a center. But on defense, it got to be Tyreek Stevenson. I think he's gonna be picked on early, mm-hmm. and it's gonna be how quick he adjusts to it. And I think he adjusts quick. And how quickly he matured, because this dude gambling on every play, bro, trying to get interceptions, bro. So it's it, that's my biggest question on the defensive side. And I know there's many more over there, too. Yeah, for me, I look at the interior D-line. Um, I know what my guys on the edge is going to do. I know I know that you got the young guys, you know what I'm saying, who, who I believe are going to form into, you know, those cornerstone pieces for the foreseeable future. But as of this season right now, the interior D-line, when it comes to run defense and the pass rush, because we know how crucial that three-tech and that one-tech is to the system, can Justin Drones and uh, Andrew Billings be those guys? And how quick will the uh, coaching staff pivot to putting the best players in that position to start and, and you know, dry the ship? Oh, Ooh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, those young listen, it, it's it's gonna be something that you look at all, all year, right? Because Billings and Justin Jones, like I, I I have confidence in that they're gonna do what we can expect them to do. But those young guys behind them and Pickens and Javon Dexter, right? They're I'm telling you, man, I, and that's not even to say that Billings and Justin Jones are going to disappoint. I think that they can bring exactly what we want. But if one of those guys over the course of the season starts bringing a little bit more, one of them may be starting by the end of the year. Hey man, uh, I like Justin Jones. He he made some plays last season, and he's yeah. also a great leader in the locker room for those young kids. And Bill is just a massive man that's gonna be hard to move off his pivot. But they're placeholders. For how long they're gonna be placeholders, who knows? But those two young kids, Zach Pickens and Javon and Javante, bro, they coming, bro. <laughs> it's only time with tell, bro. It's only time. <clears throat> For sure. Yeah. Definitely on that. That's that's wild. Um, but also I'm looking at too, and not to say that like I question them individually, because I think you know what they're gonna what they bring individually, but that linebacking core, I want to see how impact because we got haven't gotten to see them all together, right? So mm-hmm. I want to see what that linebacking core really does bring and how do they help with that run defense? How do they help in the in the coverage? Like, because that's a that's a key piece to any defense, and like we have three guys at the in that linebacking core that are all dogs, but I need to see how it's going to come together for sure. Absolutely. I can see that too, but uh, I don't really, me personally, I don't really got a lot of questions just because these guys are, you know, at least the two leading guys in Edmonds and Edwards, they are coming from teams to where they had a winning culture. You yeah. got, you got some that, you know, you got TJ Edwards who was just in the Super Bowl this past season. Then you got Edmonds who, pretty much was on the Buffalo Bills team that was, 
you know, facing a lot of pressure these last few years and played in some big crucial games. So that's why I'm I'm kind of yeah, I want to see it. You know what I'm saying? Will be like a few questions there. But I, I, I got the confidence in these two guys that they're going to be able to be leaders out there. And especially, you know, amongst the, the younger guys who need to step up and follow the lead. Do you feel like we talked about how we looked at the linebacking depth, right? Uh, towards the end of preseason, we thought Mikael Walker was going to make this team. Are you guys worried about that? Because really now the only backup linebackers that we got are Noel Sewell and Dylan Cole. That's it. Yeah. Are you yeah, worried I- a little bit about that depth? I am worried about the uh, about that depth. Maybe if we caught uh, Kep Walker, I would feel a little bit better about it. Um, I don't know the injury history. I know Tremaine Edmonds have little knickknacks here and there. Uh, I just know that if we lose one of those guy, one of those guys, T.J. Edwards or Tremaine Edmonds, the defense, uh, the linebacker position becomes a little bit weak. It loses a lot of its its, its luster out there. So I, I think the depth is definitely a question. That's a great take right there. It's definitely I, a question. And I understand the reservations for sure, but I think that they – I think we should be fine, at least from the point this aspect of when you think about it, Edmonds played the mic over in Philly, so he'll be able to slide over. Then you got a guy, uh, Jack Sanborn, who's a versatile linebacker, Noah okay. Sewell, who's a, another versatile linebacker. Yeah, you might not have it to the extent of having – Edmonds or Edwards in there, but I think that the versatility allows the Bears to move in a certain way to where they should be okay at least for a couple games. Now, if we're talking about, you know, somebody's lost for the season, I think that can hurt. But as if if it's somebody that got a, you know, little ankle sprain, you got to miss a couple weeks, we should be fine. All right. Yeah. And really, every player that's starting has a question mark. I'm even including Justin Fields. Oh, well, uh, Justin got the most question marks. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, I know we just seen the video. I post a video where you talking about he want to run for 2,000 yards. Shut the hell up, Justin. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Hold on. And I meant to tell, bro, that video, the whole thing was a joke. Yeah. I know, but shut up. Uh, <laughs> I mean, like, the, the amount of people in the comments who missed the satire of that video, I was yes. like, mm-hmm. hey, bro. Like, you really think he was sitting there and he said, realistically i want to run for two thousand years it's like come on (laughs) and that's why i want him to shut up because people run with it gang they just run with the stupid shit yo there's no way no quarterback is gonna run for two thousand yards in this league it is not gonna happen happen eventually you think that that man gonna be running for his life (laughs) one day it will happen but it's not gonna be justin fields in this offense Somebody goes say I that man that running for no way no coach finna let they bro they it's gonna happen run for two thousand I'm not saying that it's gonna happen soon. I'm just saying one day in history with the way that the quarterback position is changing, there's gonna be a quarterback that runs for two thousand yards one. Day. Let's bet a hundred, Joe. I hope we alive to see this. <laughs> yeah, let's bet a hundred. <laughs> I hope we not because that how much Remember? that would change football. I don't want to be alive when football becomes <laughs> <laughs> there ain't gonna be no kickers, they ain't the quarterbacks running for two thousand yards we're just gonna be like hey man listen this ain't the game that i grew up watching i don't hey, know what that is. for real that means somebody they really ain't got nothing they ain't got nothing bro. nothing they just run that or he's just that amazing like it's right. one of the two bro like That'd what's that crazy. team in college that just constantly was that army that, that's all they do is run the ball they never pass. no yeah. virginia tech virginia tech <laughs> is that it? that's all they do is run the boringest shit i ever watched on tv <laughs> oh, is watching man. virginia tech play football without michael vick 
<laughs> that is funny though, but hey, I yeah, I don't know about all that. Saw a report Fields having more control on offense. Yeah, there's there was somebody who said that the Bears are quietly like really, really confident about uh, the offense coming into the season. And that may be why, like, and I think I've seen a lot of people try to make a lot of think pieces from this preseason. I'm telling y'all, right? I, if I'm wrong, I'll sit on here and say I was I was too hopeful. But like, there's no way in hell we saw even a 15th of the offensive playbook in preseason. So y'all just gotta chill, man. Agreed. Yeah, I'm with Hayes on that one. Absolutely. Especially game three. Like, they was just trying to get out, of, and they barely got out of there with their life. Mm. So, <laughs> you know, really, <laughs> they just trying to get it over with. They need to just make it one game, preseason, just one game. It ain't happening, gang. <laughs> it ain't happening. It's too it, dangerous. And, and while we talking about crazy things, Unc seen me cook somebody. And I know it's a couple of y'all out there, too, talking about the offensive line and what Ryan Poses put in into the offensive line and mentioning how he not spending much money on the offensive line. Let's keep it a buck, and I'm going to debunk it right here. Number one, if he could have went out and paid a bunch of players, but we seen how injuries are still a part of the game and you still go right. ahead and you go ahead and you develop talent. That's number one. He came in. We're going to develop talent. We're going to work through the draft. We're going to build that, add pieces along the way. For the people that think that Ryan Pose hasn't done enough, last year my guy drafted like five offensive linemen, signed two veterans in, uh, before training camp, and ain't none of them really pan out, and it's only a few left on the squad. This year, my man's went and added Nate Davis, and then they just cut like five offensive linemen. This waiver wire, because them players weren't good enough. The man is doing his Preach. due diligence. It's only year two, y'all. Pump the brakes. Preach. Pump the Excellent. brakes. Now everybody, every, and that's the thing. We live in such a microwave thought process society. Everybody just thinks it's all supposed to be then and there. Like, calm down, bro. It's going uh, Pose has been cooking. This roster has been cooking. The offensive yeah. line is going to surprise some of you guys. Like, it, it, everybody just I always say you know everybody has to have these hard line stances because that's what gets them the interaction and shit like just chill talk to us after week four because I think that some of y'all gonna be surprised bro that's what I say man because this is a lot of nonsense going on my man's been picking up former first round picks and Alex Leatherwood and other people and bringing them in it ain't his problem these guys can't play no more <laughs> they're just not good enough to the standard it's yeah. okay y'all we gonna be fine man you gotta roll with the punches that's a big fact. Big fact. Great, great points there. Go ahead. I like Doug. this. I like this comment from Mark Lawrence. Tremaine Edmonds will be the MVP against Green Bay. I like that answer, uh, Mark Lawrence, but I'm gonna say no. Justin Fields better be the MVP against Green Bay, bro. He needs to have a coming out party the first game, bro. I want Justin Fields to be the MVP game. Hey, time to lock in. Go uh, Justin Fields, go lock in. Do some meditation with Tyson Badgett. Do an arm wrestle if you need to, damn it. But you got to come on here and, hey, my guy got to come out firing, bro. It's time to get rid of that we own you stuff from these cheeseheads, bro. Yeah. What the hell Tyson Badgett got to do with anything, Joe? Hey, he meditate. He was poised enough in the pocket. If my Ain't man's got to go listen to, if you got to go listen to some bachata, merengue, whatever, <laughs> figure bachata. it out. <laughs> I'm just giving him options. He can do what he please. I'm just giving him options. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> I feel it. I, 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 listen, it's, it, the total Tyson, Beijing, like, bear, 
Y'all got to stop being. I said once with Bulls fans that Bulls fans were so thirsty that they were willing to drink piss sometimes. <laughs> just, just if it just if it means that the Bulls were going to sign a star, even though they were fucking trash at that point, they were so thirsty for like y'all are so thirsty for a goddamn. Q, uh, a QB one that y'all view as this perfect thing. Like Tyson Bajan ain't the goddamn QB one. He's not going to be the QB one. Stop being willing to drink. And I, some of y'all, I'm not saying a lot of y'all, some of y'all only say that shit because you don't want to see a black guy be the qu quarterback one. And I'm about to start going in on some of Tell him about some of the shit that y'all be doing. Y'all, it's so crazy that Justin Fields can come in and look great at times, but y'all willing to crown a quarterback because he looks more traditional to the quarterbacks that y'all used to seeing. And I'm not necessarily talking about Chicago uh, Bears Central listeners. I'm talking about some of you motherfucking pundits out there. I'm talking about some of you analysts that get out here saying dumb shit and you think that we don't see what the fuck's really going on out here. Stop with that bullshit. Stop with that bullshit. And I, 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 I've already been telling y'all, I've been keeping receipts. Because then when Justin Fields starts looking amazing, and all of a sudden now, y'all, these Justin Fields fans and shit like that, mm -hmm. I'm pulling every fucking receipt on you hoes. Every oh, time. <laughs> 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 Not the hoes. Not the hoes. I'm tired of it, bro. Like, the bullshit hey. got to cease, fam. You already seen the, the, the Giannis is coming to Chicago talk. <laughs> So <laughs> bro, like, come on, man. Are the Bulls positioning themselves for 2025 to get Giannis? No. No. no, no. no I'm not, I got in an argument with somebody on Twitter, and they were like, the Bulls clearly are going to have the best team to offer around Giannis in 2025. Who? We got four players on the contract right now in 2020. Who? What are you talking about? Like, thirsty as fuck, bro. Thirsty, bro. Hey, bro. Hey. <laughs> My man Hayes killed that, bro. It ain't really nothing to add. Y'all check for that to, for being a clip later on. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to add this. Listen, y'all. He is. He played against second and third stringers. It was good. Now y'all making us seem like we talking down on the kid. We want him to succeed. But he is not. I repeat, <laughs> not Justin Fields. Or oh, anything no. close to it. So stop. <laughs> Y'all know, know what time it is, but hey, go meditate, Justin Fields. That's the only thing you need to do with Tyson. <laughs> Tyson look like he be rolling them things up. Bro. Hey, bro, Tyson, <laughs> you can't tell me he nothing, bro. Me nothing, Tyson, like, hey, man, hey, it's legal here. Cat, like, it's legal. Bet, say less. <laughs> Yeah, bro, go you ahead. You know Tyson Bajan only date, date black and Hispanic women. Too. You know he do. Like, <laughs> him and Travis Kelsey, bro. They probably hang out. <laughs> <laughs> you know they do. <laughs> oh, bro. <laughs> that's funny. Oh, man, that's funny, man. I didn't even plan on roasting nobody today. There is somebody I need to roast, but I'm going to hold off on them. I'm going to let – they got one more comment, and then I'm going to roast them. There's this motherfucker awesome. in the comments lately. What's his name? Celtic 34. Hey, Celtic. I'm on your ass, bro. He's been fucked up, bro. Oh, shit. This motherfucker, first of all, he's you know what fucking we finna I, I got time to be petty. Oh, <laughs> Wait a second. We got time. Where is he at? Bro, you about to see. Because you when you see this motherfucker, you're gonna be like, this this is the motherfucker who dare says anything. First of all, look at this dude. This is him. We gonna skip the fact that you that you mouth the N word in your thing, but look at this face right here. First of all, he's live streaming from prison. He's probably twenty six <laughs> with that hairline. <laughs> <laughs> thirty six years. Bruh. He, 
he looked like he needed to pick his eyebrows. First of all, let me be clear here. Let me be clear here. If you ever in your life dare look like this and got the nerve to say anything in my comment section, I will roast you, bro. Your mama don't even love your face, bro. You literally look like a thumb. Calm the fuck down, bro. Calm the fuck down, bro. This this motherfucker is is the kid that survived the abortion, bro. That's what he looked like, bro. Come on, man. Let's be real out here, bro. Why in Division Nine? <laughs> Not Division Nine. you <laughs> you get that in, bro? I'm like, who is this talking stuff? Oh, they got a YouTube page. Let me go look at it. And I was like, man, come on, bro. You you gotta at least. At least make it hard for me to roast you, bro. What is this? Oh, oh, hey, this ain't even the worst one. Look at this. <laughs> Come on, man. Come on, bro. Come on. This is a result of human experiments, bro. Like, you can't, this ain't a real person. This is an alien living amongst us, bro. This is what the, the government found. And, and when they found extraterrestrial life, bro, this oh, is one Lord. of them, bro. He, this, he looked kind of odd, bro. He looked oh, odd, man. <laughs> bro, how you in Glenview or, or fucking Hampshire with your hat cocked? And some you know he got these clothes from the Goodwill on top of that, bro. <laughs> this nigga stole his granny glasses, bro. Come on, what we doing out here, bro? Oh, man, it's against the thumb. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, oh, bro. Is, are you saying out, that, out to you, are you saying that he's, he's the result of a kid being being bored in class? They they drew an alien on their thumb, and that, and that's what this dude did. Come on, man. Y'all bogus, bro. Come on, bro. Come on, man. Like you got to make it hard for me, bro. Like I can't be like you can't be trying to stalk shit in the comments and you look like if you look like that and you got and I can find evidence of you looking like that. You just got to stop because you already know how I get down. So this let this be a reminder. We're talking about questions heading into week one. Try your dick-sucking auntie. Do not try petty roast. Don't do that shit. Try your dick-sucking auntie because I'm telling you what right now. If I can find stuff on you, I'm like the greatest diss rapper of all time, bro. I will find everything. I will find your elementary school pictures and roast you. <laughs> we, want, we want to keep this all like, no fucking you. Damn. Damn. Talk about obliterate. You obliterate. Kumbaya, my lord. <laughs> Kumbaya. It's a different type of fauna, bro. It's a different type of fauna, for sure. <laughs> Hey, don't you, don't you just he doesn't look like somebody like his grandpa, his dad, and his uncle are all the same person. Young bro. Like. <laughs> no, no, I mean they're all the same person because of incest. Like that's what I mean. Like let's be clear here, bro. Like damn them chromosomes fucked up, man. <laughs> they fucked up, gang. He bro, just killed buddy the monsters off I am legend. That's hilarious. Hey, that's crazy. Hey, he paid to say that. Shout out Sean, bro. <laughs> now that we didn't got some actual analysis in, we roasted somebody. We had some fun. Any last thoughts, fellas? Hey, man, we getting close to that day, man. Shout out to the thumb man, and we getting ready to get ready for this season to start, man. Let's get it, baby. man, man, man. First and foremost, we say R.I.P. and Kumbaya, my lord. Then number two, <laughs> and then number two, first and foremost, shout out to Coach Prime. Hey, you got two talented kids oh, out there. 
You got your son, and then you got that man, Travis Hunter. Hey, shout out to y'all. Hope y'all do big things. But, uh, hey, shout out to y'all in the chat, man, coming in on Labor Day. Hey, make sure y'all throw that on the grill, drink your brew, drink your yak, and do whatever you're going to do. Y'all be safe out there, man. Thank y'all for tuning in. We're going to figure out. I don't know when we're going to be doing predictions. Uh, I know we probably got a live coming up. But we'll talk about it. We'll give y'all predictions. Maybe a pregame show or something. We'll talk about it, though. It's coming. Well, unless y'all want to do it now. <laughs> oh, bro, we got we got Wednesday. We, we got, got yeah, yeah we got Wednesday. Wednesday. We'll do it Wednesday. Yeah, yeah we'll be yeah, there. We, it's coming up, gang. Yeah. So be on the lookout for that, man. We will get all that in. Make sure you guys are live next week or this week, Sunday. Sunday, man. Sunday. Oh, oh man. Stop playing with us, bro. I, I can't wait to be able to talk about actual football. And we start off with the team's heads, man. That's crazy. That's crazy. I got him winning by 10 points as an early prediction. That's oh, it. shit. Okay. Oh, shit. All right. Well, we can, Let's go. We'll 31-17 in the chat. You guys know on Wednesdays, we all back together again. We'll get into our score predictions, get a little bit more into the nitty-gritty. Uh, we'll get to talk stats, scores, all that type of stuff. How many times do we sack the weasel? You know, all that type of stuff. Uh, and, and Wednesday's episode, man. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Make sure you're following the show at Shy Bulls uh, Central on every social media platform. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, Chicago Bears Central Gmail.com. And then lastly, text messages 773-242-9336. We are the number one spot for everything Chicago Bears related, and we out here. Peace, y'all. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Media.